You are listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. Brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. Hello there, my name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I'm Kelly. And we are so glad you are here for the Girl Talk Podcast. Last time, we had a great discussion about your mental health. Now we're going to turn to the mental health of our kids. We have shined such a light on that in the last year of all they've had to adjust with doing um, school from home, remote school, remote learning. Um, They've had a lot of challenges. And so how do we keep an eye on our kids Number one, making sure that we're mentally healthy. And then number two, making sure our kids are okay. So we're going to dive right into that topic today. So glad that you've joined us. I asked my son, you know, in preparation for today, talk to my son about um, what he sees at his school and his friends around him. I said, hey, do you ever have any friends that struggle with their mental health? First of all, he didn't really know what I was talking about. Yeah. And for him, the first thing he could think of were... Um, the, he said, there's some people at school that wear all black and they cut mm. themselves. Mm. And I said, well, why do you think they do that? And he said, I think they probably lost something or someone and they're, they don't know how to deal with that. Mm. And so that's the only way they do that. They feel sad or mm. depressed. And I said, well, what do you think we could do to help them? And he said, well, I think we could just tell them to be less sad. <laughs> so it was a good reminder to me that our kids do not have the, Uh, knowledge of mental health that they need to help their friends. Mm -hmm. They don't have, they're not equipped to be able to um, handle their own mental health. Last time we talked about how talking with girlfriends is one of the things we could do that's really helpful for our mental health. Right. Well, our kids don't have the words to say. They Mm. don't have the um, the resources, the tools to do that, but they're still having those big people thoughts. Yeah. I never thought about that. I've never asked my children that question. That is a brilliant question. It is. Mm-hmm. And that's one. amazing. Yeah. Good way to start the conversation with your kids. Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I think kids are, are they are more um, apt to talk about their friends than they are to talk about themselves. Probably. You, you know, initially in the conversation when you, you know, ask your kids that, mm-hmm. um, I think they would probably say, well, I have a friend who... Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. I have a friend who, instead of saying I feel this way, and uh-huh, I, I think you're uh-huh. right, they don't always have the language to yeah, tell you, uh-huh. and they're still developing. And so some of that comes, I think, from just watching them, their behaviors at home, and how they are. I mean, I think screens have, oh sc- yeah, screens have been like, mm. I just, if I could go back, I don't think I would give my kid a screen. Yeah, I agree. I would do the exact same thing. I, I just. It's and I hear this. No shame if your kid has a screen. That's fine. You got to make those decisions for you. But for me, I think it's harder for us now to communicate. I can tell a, a marked difference between my kid when she has a screen and when she doesn't have a screen. Mm-hmm. The conversation is totally different. Her demeanor's different. Mm-hmm. The things that we talk about is different. And I think that has changed the parenting game for us mm-hmm. all because they have mm-hmm. access to things that we would never allow in our homes. But they have access to it through all sorts absolutely. of, mm-hmm. you know, avenues. media. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's hard enough to be a kid. Mm. It's hard enough to have your body change, yeah. to have all the changes that are happening in your mind as well, the hormonal changes. I mean, when I stop and I think about what my kids are going through, I've got two boys and, and the changes that they're going through. Like I've got one who bounces off the wall and drives me 
nuts sometimes because I'm like I'm wanting to relax, I'm mm-hmm. wanting to chill out, and he's literally like jumping on the bed and like this and then doing like crazy dances and all this stuff. And for the longest time, I was like, "What is wrong with him?" <laughs> and sometimes in my worst moments, I'm like, "Stop it! What is wrong with you?" That's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. He's just experiencing all these like probably testosterone yeah, pumpage sure. and all this stuff, and it's making him move and it's making him have energy and and he has to get it out somehow. And it just it, it it just squashes them. One time I said to him, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm trying to relax. Just give me a second. And he's like, oh, okay, you don't want me. And walked away. And I was like, oh, wait, stop, stop. Yeah. You know, if I could rewind that. Um, because they're, they are going through all those physical things which make them engage in certain behaviors. But then there's the emotional piece. Mm-hmm. Like looking for cues. Oh, you don't want me. Oh, I'm being too much for you yeah. or I'm um, too sad for you or something. So all of those things are happening without the crazy world we're living in, yeah. even without the screens. It's just happening in their bodies and their minds. And then you add to it the ability to look at every other child mm. because of, of their Instagram or whatever. Their, their, their Look at all these videos and see the likes and see this. It's just compounding all of the experiences that they're having right now. Yeah. But just the physical thing enough is hard yeah. enough. Just yeah. that well, singularly. Yeah. And there's things like that, like Teen Vogue that still exists that make you feel like you are not worthy. You are not this pretty, is pretty enough. Yes. You are not. You are not. You are not worthy. You are not yeah. perfect. You are not airbrushed. And so because of all those things, you are less than. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to deal with those really complex emotions and... Just can't. They just can't. So we've got to um, start recognizing the symptoms and the um, problems in our own children. I have a, a dear, dear girlfriend whose daughter struggled with um, some mental health issues a couple of years ago, actually probably five, ten years ago. And so I asked her, I said, what what were the signs that you saw in your daughter when she was uh, spiraling down in um, depression depression thoughts and she said I saw her start getting very worried about things that were uh, not things she should Mm -hmm. worry about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw her start having some really negative Mm -hmm. self-talk she withdrew from friends and the fun things somebody would say hey let's go do this fun thing and she'd say no I got something else I'd rather do Mm -hmm. and it was Mm -hmm. just a coping mechanism she started withdrawing yeah she barricaded herself in her room and spent Mm -hmm. a lot of time just with by herself Mm -hmm. probably watching television doing Mm -hmm. screens those kinds of things and she just didn't she started saying um, things about how she didn't feel worthy. Mm. And so we got to recognize those things in our kiddos too and be able to try to find some ways to draw it out of them. So I asked this girlfriend, I said, what did you do? How did you get it out of her? And she said, I just hammered her all the time to talk to me, Mm -hmm. talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And she also said that one of the best things they did was stay active in their church, which was a very Bible uh, preaching church mm-hmm. where the youth pastor and the children pastor were very, very active mm-hmm. in the kids' lives. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a good mm-hmm. solid church, find a good solid church that has um, those kinds of staff that will take uh, a real interest in your ch- in your kiddos. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I think one of the things that tends to happen as a parent is when your kid struggles, you think you've done something wrong. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, you automatically start the shame and the blame right. game with yourself. Right. And that that's not helpful. No, no. Because then you get depressed and anxious, and then you're, you know, kind of behind 
uh, a truck waiting for it to back up. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just and they're reading your signals, right? Right. So and yeah. and I think so. I think we've what we've established here is that conversations with your kids always a good thing. But to be a good active listener and to ask good questions, mm. um, I, I've learned my my daughter's now a teenager, and I can't say how was your day because she will say okay, and that's the end of the conversation. Like I've pretty much, and it drives her crazy because she she's like, do we have to hear a story again? Because you know I'm a storyteller, but but I I don't ask I ask open ended questions like what was the best part of your day today. Mm. That's great. If you could go back and relive 10 minutes of this day today, what 10 minutes would that be? And I change it up every day. Um, I, I think I've said it before, and I've probably got in trouble. But I said, what's your happy today and what's your crappy today? So those two different emotions. <laughs> those are great questions. Um, but but that's, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and she tends to respond really well to that until the other day when she gets, gets in the car. And I could just tell, like, like who just got in the car with me? Like, she mm. was just. And I think it's the stress from end of year, you know, stress and testing and all that that stuff, stuff, you know, the anxiety that comes along with it. And um, so I was just Mm -hmm. trying to be upbeat. And of course, I'm the, I I was embarrassing her before she came out of the womb. (laughs) Right. It's probably true. Yeah. So um, I embarrass her. So I'll turn up this crazy song. Um, that that she thinks is so funny and Mm so she then she starts giggling a little bit and then I'll poke her you know and do stuff like that but just choosing to engage because Mm -hmm. I think the easiest thing for us to do is withdraw and to say I've done something wrong I've messed her up she's gonna be on Oprah you know those kinds of things and I tend to go down that that slippery slope rather quickly as a parent Mm -hmm. sure um, because I try so hard and I beat myself up for mistakes that I've made, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I try to do that. And so I, I want you to hear, number one, it doesn't necessarily mean you've done anything wrong or that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with you. This is about your kid and what they're dealing with, the changes that they're going through, and and that they really don't have the tools um, to, to deal with. i tell you one of the things that's been really helpful for me as a parent, and I learned this in counseling, so I, you know, feel qualified to tell it <laughs> uh, but my counselor sat four batteries on the on the table and he said you have four batteries emotional mental physical and spiritual if any one of those batteries gets low mm. it draws from all of the other batteries so it diminishes those and that's how you get burned out you know and and that visual has been i mean like how's your physical battery how are you feeling physically how's your emotional battery how's your and those even those words that that uh, sometimes change the way i don't always say physical or emotional or mental or spiritual but you know i'm like how's your quiet time going you know um tell me what you're learning what do you, th- you think is cool about god you know those kinds of questions and if you think of it in terms of those batteries it's a great way to relate to your kids and give them something phys- you know a uh, uh, a physical representation of those. something they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even drawing those on a whiteboard, mm-hmm. you know, and just saying, where are you at? Tell me, sh- draw for me. And what can, and, and really I've challenged her to think about what fills up those batteries. Mm-hmm. So for my kid, one of the things that fills her spiritual battery is singing. She's a great oh, singer. Yeah. Oh, she is. And so she loves to mm-hmm. sing. And great. when she worships, it just, you know, because yes. that does, that's, that's a, way God built us right Mm -hmm. that it does something for us it releases Mm -hmm. those chemicals that make us happier and so if I hear her in a room singing I'm like I'm gonna gonna (laughs) take my hands off for just now I'm not gonna ask her to be Mm -hmm. quiet or turn it down Mm -hmm. or any of those things because I know that's what she's doing she's filling that battery back up but I don't necessarily know at that age that I knew what filled up my batteries 
No, so, no, of course I'm, not. I'm yeah. sure I, sometimes I'm, I'm still really bad at that. Yeah. And so sometimes I really have to be challenged to think about what fills my batteries mm-hmm. up so I can ask her what's filling your batteries because sometimes she will. She's, <laughs> she is my kid. She'll go, well, what's filling your batteries up? <laughs> your good batteries her. look like, good question. like they're low. Good you know, she's her. good at deflecting too. I think I mentioned that on the last <laughs> podcast. I was good at deflecting. Some of those conversations too happen best over an ice cream cone. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's true. I was going to say that that... I my boys don't talk to me yeah the same way that I think sure. some girls people's, g- girls maybe some girls different guys they, yeah. they talk my guys I can't get a lot out of them I've yeah. tried a lot of the fun ways of asking questions and I still don't get a lot sometimes I'll be like you cannot do tech if you do not tell me about your day at school yeah <laughs> you know Whatever but I'm works. trying some I'm 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 seeking ways of opening up the conversation because they just aren't that talkative. You know, let me let me throw this out okay. for you. I don't know if you, this worked one time, and I this was totally God because I'm not the smart. But we were watching uh, one of the Marvel. Am I allowed to say that we watched the Marvel? Yes, you're yeah, the, <laughs> one of the movies, superhero like yeah. movies, uh-huh. the realistic ones today. And she said, "I really like such and so character." And I was like, "What do you like about that character?" You know, so it, it takes it off of them and they yeah. get a chance to kind of process through that. I don't know if that worked for your boys or not. But. Well, that might. I mean, mm-hmm. but that, that what you're talking about is looking for different moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it may be ice cream. It may be a movie. For for me, I have had breakthroughs with my teenager um, a couple of times this week in two weird ways. One, he asked me to make him breakfast yeah. before school. Awesome. And I made the good. point of doing mm-hmm. that. And, and during that time was when he opened up to me about what was happening in the day, that he was nervous about his test, and that um, just uh, some things about some friends. And it was like just just absolute diamonds coming out of his mouth because he was talking to right. me. And I never would have thought that would have happened over making breakfast, but mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we both have the same kind of hair, yeah. and so sometimes he'll ask me to help him get his hair right, you yeah. know, with, with yeah. the gel and stuff like that because the hair's awesome. curling. And that's another time where we sort of laugh and talk and 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 once you have that once I, once we have had those moments then he's more likely to tell me what's on his heart what's on his mind because yeah. i just can't get it out any other way mm-hmm. so being open being and looking for those moments is something i'm learning to be better at to be able to have this conversation yeah, yeah absolutely I, as we've had some good conversations in the car too when you're not looking yeah. at them directly yeah. oh, you know yeah. when you've got something else going on they'll kind of talk to you and you know when they're not yeah. I found that the, the first couple of minutes of the day are the best, too. When I go in there and I wake him up mm-hmm. and he wants to tell me all about his dream, I'll crawl in the bed, lay down next Aww. to him, and he'll start talking. And then he'll start talking about his dream, and then we can kind of parlay that into other conversations about other things. I know oh, you have had great success with evenings, Carol, that, <laughs> you know, Ella wants to come and talk to you at 11 o'clock at night. She is such a night owl, and you know I get up early, so. Yeah. <laughs> That makes it tough. Last night, we didn't even get in the door till 9.30. Oh. And I didn't get, get up at 4 o'clock. So what? We didn't even get in the door That's until 9.30. Crazy. So bedtime yeah. was quite a bit later. Yeah. But like 10.15, she'll come in and go, did I tell you I have a blister on my toe? And I'm trying so hard to like, oh, I'm very interested in the blister tell on your toe. Could your you blister. tell me before <laughs> 7 o'clock, please? But sometimes it just doesn't happen that way. So I have to... To find other ways, but you can't make reservations also, for those no, moments. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's also those times though when they'll tell you some of the sweetest things, some of yeah. the things that are really heavy on their heart, yeah. early in the morning and late at night, um, even if it's when you really want to be sleeping. So, can I just tell you this? Mm-hmm. Um, 
we were having a conversation just a couple of days ago, and I embarrass her to death. I know I do. I'm loud and I'm a lot. And that's I your job. Her. I know You're it's like to do my that. gift, right? Yeah. I don't <laughs> see where that's in scripture anywhere, but I'm sure it's in there. But um, but so for the last several, well, seven years, I think maybe maybe six, six or seven years, I've emceed her dance recital every year. Oh, fun. And so we've got a lot going on this year, and, you know, my mom's not been doing well. So I've had a lot of different things going on, so I thought they weren't going to ask me to do it. And I was talking to her about it, and we were getting ready for recital time, and she was like, I really wish you would. And I was like, really? And she goes, yeah, I really like it when you do it. And I said, really? (laughs) I don't want to, you know, I mean, <laughs> like I would like for one time just be able to sit and enjoy, sure. right. And to not have a, an expectation or responsibility for that, but I don't mind doing it, but I didn't know that it would absolutely it just, yeah, it mattered to her that mm-hmm. I was doing it. And so I yeah. agreed to do it <laughs> because I know it matters to her yeah. and, and that's not going to be forever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't and, blink. Right. Oh, oh let's not. Mm-hmm. I could start don't crying. Blink. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's it's not go crazy there. crazy time. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just paying attention, mm-hmm. not beating yourself up for where you are, starting where you are. And and I will say, it's okay to apologize. Oh, absolutely. Good to it's apologize. It's good to yes. apologize. Yeah. I've had some of my better conversations with my kids when I've messed up. Yeah. And I've acknowledged it and I've apologized. And I think that has grown us um, closer than just about anything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they think we're perfect for some mm-hmm. reason. And they think we don't ever make mistakes, <laughs> or they think we that's think not we're what perfect. my kid thinks about me. <laughs> I was say, I don't my know, kid but does not think I'm perfect. That's <laughs> right, that's right. But I think um, it does. It just mirrors to them that number one, it's okay. You mess up. We mess up. Right. We all mess up. And number two, there's grace for it. Mm-hmm. You know. And I found grace with my kids. Even today, I, I upset my son by doing something, and I apologized for it. And and it was so lovely to see him say, you know, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Mm. And I was just like, okay, that's good for me, but it's good for him too. Yeah. So messing up is okay. Messing up is okay. Apologies are accepted. Mm-hmm. Grace is required yeah. <laughs> for yes. parenting. So get the help that you need. Don't be afraid to reach out either for, for your kids. I mean, you have a youth pastor or a children's pastor that you can reach out to to kind of help you process through some things. I know we've called on both of those and in our lifetimes, but even an outside counselor who can help your child learn some coping mechanisms. There's nothing wrong with that. And you will find that if they get those when they're young, it'll save them a ton of time when they get older and they'll have healthier relationships Mm -hmm. because they have those tools earlier on. That's right. So don't be afraid to ask for help. We love you if we can help you in any way. Don't hesitate to reach out. Hey, don't forget, we've got a public Girl Talk podcast page now that is separate from the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk page, and we would love for you to go and join both of those and to share that with your friends on the public page. We put things on there that you can share with all your friends and help get the word out about the Girl Talk podcast, and we would so appreciate it if you would do that. And so go subscribe to the public Girl Talk podcast page and the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk page as well. We would love to have you on both of those. And you're always welcome to email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. And we want to say a very special thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for sponsoring Season 5 of the Girl Talk podcast. We could not do what we do every day without the help of sponsors like Fox Toyota. So everybody at Fox Toyota, we love you. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for believing in the Girl Talk podcast. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones. Hope you'll be with us then.